The Gutter Skypes. The Gutter Skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. Hiya, thank you. Thank you for downloading yet another Gutter Skypes episode, unless this is your first, in which case, well, what the hell, you'll get a taste of what the show is like. At any rate, what do we have? We have episode 29 is what you're listening to. Thank you again. Play session 7 of Swashbucklers of the Seven Skies. Let's credit the cast. Playing Captains of Fury Carlison is Mark Kinney of All Games Considered. Playing Pard is Andros. Playing Karuk is Blind Geek. Playing Ravenna de Mistiere is Nikki. I'm Anum5 and I was game mastering. Yes, there it is. Okay, no more. That's it. There's plenty going on. There's, uh, there's fights and flying and, and lots of cool stuff. And listener feedback at the beginning, too, because we had some of that. So uh, that's it. Settle back, relax, enjoy Swashbucklers of the Seven Skies, The Gutter Skypes, Play Session 7. Listen, I'm wearing, I'm wearing a clown nose right now myself, so don't worry about any of that. Here we go. Let's, let's, uh, we'll declare this the beginning of Gutter Skypes episode, what the hell is this, 29? This is the, here we are, Yay! the beginning of the everyone. Much rejoicing. Much rejoicing. We've all just gotten together just now, just this moment, and nothing <laughs> happened. Hi, everybody. Hi. Everything and- is swell. And for the uber cryptic pre-game mention here, the answer was battery. Oh. Oh, okay. Good one. That's almost that was going to be my next guess. No, I'm just kidding. Do I get second place for coming close with numerous matching letters? <laughs> sure. All right, then. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> You have right. to be a super, uh, super uh, consumer eater of gutter Skype oat cereal before <laughs> you get that particular answer. Because then you'll have found the uh, decoder Go thing. Okay. Yeah. Go to- <laughs> we have to make it. What's that, Mark? Don't forget to drink your Oval tea. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, oh, do we lose it? Oh, please don't tell me he we just lost sure. Mark. No. There he is. Yay. I'm, I'm still here. What? Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, all we have to do is go quiet and everybody be, oh, where'd they go? Oh, don't lose them. No. Yeah, Get no, we're, we're calm and everything's fine because nothing wrong happened at all. Yeah. That's right. And nothing wrong is going to happen. You hear that, Skype? That's correct. <laughs> yes. All right, listen, there's so much There's so much to do in this mammoth uh, war and peace tome of a thing I wrote that I better... <laughs> We better kind of get uh, get going because what we're going to start out uh, with here, of course, is um, listener feedback, and it's in the form of f- uh, forum posts. This particular episode, nothing new on iTunes, but uh, very happy to hear that. Uh, was very happy to see that we got a forum post from none other than Ben Balestra, 
Who ah. got who got that one? I did. Uh, ah, okay, Andros, if you would please. Okay, we have a forum post from Ben Balestra. And he writes I have been listening since the start of the Gutter Skypes, even before you had the name. Overall, it's one of my favorite actual play podcasts. I have listened to quite a few of them and found that way too many are just a group sitting around playing their game with mics, but not really thinking about the audience listening. So we get way too many, I move here, angry, or I attack him, sad. Oh, I see. The angry or is his response to just someone saying, I move here on a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) He continues. I think the Skype aspect helps with that since you can only communicate verbally to each other. That really helps the listener to understand what is happening and to gain an understanding of the game and system being played. Thanks to all all of you. I have several more games to add to my collection. Ben Balestra. Excellent. Thank you very, very much, Ben Balestra. Uh, Anybody who is anybody knows that... It's about time we return the favor. Sorry. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Uh, you start. You finish your thought because I I didn't int- I didn't mean to just ram. You mean that? Thanks to head. all of you, I have several more games to add to my collection. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm referring to. Anybody who yeah, anybody knows that Ben Balestra is um, is uh, famous for his producing the series Games You May Never Have Heard Of, and that can be heard on the Any Award winning. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> games considered. Yeah. There we yeah. go. All right. <laughs> Excellent. I'm sorry, just, you know, hey, all we're doing is putting the facts out there, folks. It's just the facts. And I I was just going to say it's about time we return the favor because he's playing to our collections over Mm -hmm. (laughs) with the (laughs) is. All right, excellent. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Excellent to hear from Ben Balestra. We also got a post, a forum post from Diplomacy Dave. Who got that one? I got that one. Oh, there we go. All right, and he says... uh, a tip for any Gutter Skypes listeners out there who have not already done so. Stop whatever you're doing right now. Leave your job. Turn the car around. <laughs> step away from the computer. Wow. <laughs> Stop everything. Unless you're listening to the Gutter Skypes, of course. And go read a Patrick O'Brien book. Ooh, okay. Adam 5 and Nikki are Aubrey Maturin lovers, and you will be too. Trust me. Read them. If nothing else, you'll appreciate Killick more. Smile. <laughs> He's absolutely Smile. right. Adam does a brilliant <laughs> Killick. Absolute brilliant Killick. <laughs> uh, Diplomacy Dave is absolutely right, except maybe for the part about leaving your job. You probably shouldn't do that. But, yes, yeah. uh, any uh, start early, start at the beginning. Um, and pick up the oh. Aubrey Matron series of Patrick O'Brien novels. And I'll have you know, by the way... That uh, I would never have heard of Patrick O'Brien or any of the books that he ever wrote if it were not for Nikki. It was Nikki, in yes. fact, that uh, introduced well, I can't me to read the whole them. series. Isn't that bizarre? I don't enjoy reading them, but listening to them, get the ones from the library if you need to. That's what I do. Yay! Mm. Read by Patrick Tull. They are brilliant. Yes. It, Patrick he... Tull reads Patrick O'Brien. <laughs> exactly. And, and he, I mean, they're, all 20 of them are available. 
Excellent. Yes. They're also available on yeah. audiobooks.com. Oh, yeah. And they're just they're just fabulous. As a matter of fact, it's ironic. This is mentioned because I'm listening to, I think it's book twelve or so right now. It, this is about my sixth time through the series over the years. There's so much stuff that happens in them, you can't really get tired of it. So. Well, yeah. I I have a question. I I was about I've I've started to read them several times and gotten as far as getting ready to put them on my iPod and then I thought, wait a minute. I'm a completely ignorant dunce when it comes to the history surrounding this setting. It don't matter. He okay, tells you everything. Oh, it was well, okay, and actually that, and, and he, it's a very human series as opposed to just uh, this ship sails up and starts blasting away, and this ship runs away, and blah 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 blah. It's, it's got a lot of people stuff in it, doesn't it, Adam? Oh, hey, for crying out loud, Ma- Maturin, Doctor Maturin, he's like Ooh, a he's a, d- he's, a dis- <laughs> he's a dysfunctional. First of all, he's like he's one of the first geeks, one of the very first true true geeks. And at the same time, he's like a dysfunctional James Bond of the Napoleonic era. He's <laughs> absolutely brilliant. It's, it's just amazing stuff. Patrick, talk about true genius. Patrick Tull is a genius. You just got to listen to him. So, Matter of yeah. fact, skip book one and two. You don't need them. Go straight to three, which I think is the most brilliant one out of all 20. Really, don't bother with one I, and two. I Actually, swear, I, I've been meeting, every time I, I go to put them in and start, I go, I'm... I'm afraid I'm going to be, especially since the beginning, he goes into all this about how, well, I didn't, I tried to take as much historical accuracy as I could with the <laughs> battle of such and such and the thing, and I'm thinking, I don't know what any of this means. Like, <laughs> no, but I mean, listening to him is, is pretty amazing, too, because he just sounds like the absolute perfect elderly British author. But it's it's not that at all. And even book three, which I do think is utterly amazing starts out just the teensiest bit slow but oh oh, try it try it try it so (laughs) it's really it's great it's really great and thank you very much diplomacy dave for writing (laughs) thanks diplomacy dave (laughs) indeed is correct who what uh, we have next what do we have uh a forum post from moni that says still slowly who got that one Forum post from Moni. Still slowly going through the S7S episodes. Almost done with episode 22, and it's been quite a start. Was this really Nikki's first role-playing experience? If so, wow. Born role-player, all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's a bit overwhelmingly full of energy at first. <laughs> but her sheer enthusiasm <laughs> keeps the ball rolling with no dull moment. And the knowledge bits, ooh, the knowledge bits, cool. Mm. Seems like PDQ is being a bit too rules-heavy for the kind of fun you're trying to have so far, though. It appears so from what I've read from the free booklets, too. In that regard, I second the wish to see a return to the Spirit of the Century or Starblazer, i.e. the Fate System, at some point, if only because you seemed the most at ease during these times. Smiley. On the other hand, I love the settings of S7F so far and the characters you've created for it. I'm just eager to get... Episodes, knowing that things are sure to go, have gone more smoothly. <laughs> Moni. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> All right. That's yes. cool. I, I, and I have to agree 100%. Um, uh, I... Uh, well, first of all, about Nikki's energy. 
Yeah, yeah. sorry about that. I'm yeah. going to I'll tone Yeah, you oh, no. please tone Take it, it down. down. No, no. Be no. mundane and boring. That's what we want. <laughs> that's yes. What, that's what we want. Yawn. We don't want you overshadowing the rest of us. <laughs> As if I even could believe. Oh, um, uh, but actually, particularly about the part about born role player—that's uh, that's a fact. The other thing that is, I'm, the other thing I really agree about is the setting for S7S is just—I mean, I know I've said it before, but it's just so amazing. It's so amazingly cool that you can just do any, just anything, damn near anything in it. <laughs> I think the only thing it's missing is vampires and cowboys. That's about it. Oh, I'm and sure. And you know, there's always time. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Vampire cowboys. We, we put them together. I mean, hell, it even, it even has mummies in it, for crying out loud. All right. Excellent. Thank you very much, Moni. And Moni has a supplement. There's a, an additional forum post from Moni that's pretty much a question. And I think it's Blind Geek that has that one. Yes, I do. Hey there, an old question I meant to ask suddenly popped back in my head. How often have you guys used pre-made scenarios slash modules for your sessions? I know Spirit of the Century and Starblazer have little to nothing official out there, and I'm ready to assume it's the same for most other indie games. Only Cartoon Action Hour came with a pre-made setting, a scenario too. I actually haven't finished the cartoon action hour rules so i don't know i know that what we're running with cartoon action hour was not from the book that was josh's uh own <laughs> that's for sure abomination <laughs> against the universe no it, it was josh's own <laughs> it was josh's own creation which uh which i gotta get back to editing <laughs> um yeah that that was uh yeah, i definitely josh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so well, yeah, Spirit of the Century pre-maids uh actually folks that have done a lot more reading in this should answer instead of me. I mean, well, it's kind of funny. Pre- Spirit of the Century came out with Spirit of the Season, and I said, "I'm going to run Spirit of the Season." And my Spirit of the Season had nothing whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> to do with the, the published Spirit of the Season that was released. Um, it was the, good, though. It was real good. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. I enjoyed it anyway. Uh, the only that I'm aware of, the only... Uh, and the, the, the Hollow Earth Expedition was a, was a pre-made scenario, which you can find if you go to www.dangermagnet.com. Indeed and so. You'll find that link in the show notes from the episode previous to this one, or previous to that one, whatever. It's it's a couple of episodes back. You click on that, but that's easy to remember, www.dangermagnet.com, and that has the uh, place to get that magazine with, that you pulled it from, right? Yes, and it's in the first issue, and as far as I well, no, it's not the only one. Uh, yeah, it's in their first, their first issue, and it's actually good that we mentioned this in at this time, because the as far as I know... And Danger Magnet guys, forgive me if there has been something since this that has been released. I haven't seen it. Uh, but the other stuff up there is all Halloween-themed, and we are in October. So so www.dangermagnet.com, and thank you guys for letting me butcher your scenario. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now, the Starblazer <laughs> adventure that uh, Mark ran, is, is, is that that's something you wrote yourself, isn't it? Uh, that's, I, that's just stuff that I com- completely pulled out of what you guys helped make oh, up. What am I thinking? That's right. We did the whole mm-hmm. tri- three-star set up your Quadrants of the Galaxy thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, I, I imagine modules might be out there, fan modules. I don't know about anything official, but yeah, the, one of the whole basic premises of the premises of the game is that you create the universe that you're going to be playing in, which I thought was one of the most fabulous parts about it, really. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, Spashbucklers of the Seven Skies, um, the, the one that we're doing now, no, I didn't get that from any particular kind of module, but do a little bit of reading in the in the game book, and you'll see that anything goes damn near. <laughs> and uh, as far as having people to look at and play with and places to go and things to see, uh, you're just never going to run out of them because the, the, the setting just lends itself to any damn thing you want to do practically. Um, now I want vampires. Now you want vampires. <laughs> mm-hmm. As soon as I said vampires and cowboys, mm-hmm. it's like... Oh. I hadn't realized they weren't there, and well, pff, now yeah. I know. You know, I thought this was we a could have... game two minutes ago, but... <laughs> <laughs> we could have vampires. Ooh. Oh. Oh. oh, what no, fabulous. I, <laughs> I can't take credit for that. I've actually, there's a book called The Vampires, but I just... Well, thanks a lot. I love the name. This has got to be a record. What we've been at it for like a half an hour, and that was the first. uh, (laughs) um, No, you just missed the other ones. (laughs) That's true. I was running around pulling my hair out in the basement trying to get internet back. Wait a minute. No, I wasn't. Everything you were calmly, calmly strolling around. That's right. Everything no, no, because nothing's happened. That's right. We just got together a few minutes ago. Uh huh. Uh huh. Correct. Wow. Um, so, well, you know, Moni, thank you. First of all, thanks for the question. It's, it's uh, obviously other people are going to want to know this, are going to want to know this too. But uh, if if you do a little digging and maybe a little more research, and you can let us know if you find anything that's official out there, so far as modules or supplements, uh, certainly please do so. Maybe uh, maybe some folks will uh, on their own will find some independent fan sites where. Um, or uh, specific scenarios of, that are pre-written, pre-made, etc., are put up as well, um, and that'd be good. To, that'd certainly be a good thing to find out too. Cool. All right. That was listener feedback, and uh, a good thing too because last time I let it, I let it pile up, and and this time I didn't. I went and grabbed it, and here it is. And thank you all very, very much for writing in. Yes. Excellent. All right. Um, Wow, I'm still walking on eggshells here, thinking that I'm going to blow something up any second by pressing the wrong button. But let me Don't go push ahead. The red really, let me go ahead and bring up people's characters, uh, character sh- uh, sheets uh, as I go well, here. While you're doing that, I would like to make a call out or a shout out or whatever the term those hip youngsters are using these days. <laughs> um, uh-huh. I am, for those who were posting saying, I want to play, I want to play, um, I'm thinking of starting another, I, before, before when I was telling Mel about this, I said a new game group, and she said, what's wrong with the one you have? And I went, oh, bad word choice, no, no, another, <laughs> <laughs> another game group to meet on the days when Gutter Skypes, or on the Wednesdays when Gutter Skypes is not. <laughs> 
Hmm. Or maybe we need a new dog. Or maybe we need a cat. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's a very obscure reference, so, and it just popped into my head. So. Cool. All right. Yeah. So you're, are you putting out the word, essentially, that uh, you're interested in forming another group? Uh, how about I just repeat yes. everything you said? Like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, Captain, the, only... the computer says that they. <laughs> <laughs> That's my job, and I'm gonna do it. By God, <laughs> I... I'm sorry. Please continue. Right. But uh, the only thing would be it. It would kind of hinge on when gutter stripes meet. So sometimes it might be a little, you know, like this week. We this time we met two weeks in a row so but uh you know i i'm more in i'm into rules light games i don't do crunchy very well um so that's if, if that's something you're looking for then uh then i don't know if i would be the right but uh if you're interested uh i can be reached at blind geek at lioncourt.com it's all you know blind as in non-sighted geek as in well, me. And lion as in king of the jungle and court as in order in the dot com. Or as in food court. I've made that any more complicated? Yes. Or basketball court. Tennis or tennis court. court. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But not as in court of liquid. Oh. Correct. <laughs> Blind geek at lioncourt.com. Um, there it is, folks. There's a there's a, an invitation, uh, if ever I heard one. So you want to get in touch with uh, Blind Geek and uh, and see about uh, see about that particular group. Wow, cool, excellent. And, you know, I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. But is this potential new game? Is has he got vampires in? A very, very innocent question. That's all I'm <laughs> That depends. What do you feel about Twilight? <laughs> <laughs> okay, then in that case, yes, there can be vampires in the game. <laughs> Just don't get her started on Terry Brooks. <laughs> One little tirade, I, and it will never be forgiven, huh? I have not apparently read that. Everybody's that, entitled uh, to their opinions, and, and I, I don't judge here. I don't judge. Listen, not not a fan I, of the sparkly I, vampires. <laughs> no, I, I was I was kind of bitter about Terry Brooks because the one time I tried to read. Whatever it was, it, it was just like the very first opening paragraph was was smack out of Tolkien. I'm you, sorry I did it again, didn't I? You broke up. I'm I think sure you that they to, are. You meant to say gallstones of Shannara, is that what you said? Yeah, the gallstones okay. of Shannara. I'm sure that they are wonderful, admirable books, but they didn't work for me. And, okay. uh, and yeah, Sword of Shannara is basically Lord book. of the Rings condensed into one book and changed the names to protect the innocent, but after that it gets a lot less derivative in my opinion. Oh really? So if I'd stuck with it maybe I wouldn't have been so cranky. Alright, well <laughs> Yeah. Fine. I, fine. Although you started with I'm assuming when you said gallstones that, that was elf stones, which was the one that I liked, so I don't know. Well I, was, think was, I think it was the first one and I actually don't okay, remember the, what it was. The sword and, of Shannara. Was yeah. it? There you yeah. go. One, 
And and like the very first word had, or sentence had the word orc in it, and I was kind of done. I was <laughs> get your own. That's odd because I don't believe this setting has orcs. Well, I could well unless I dreamed it, and so I've been slandering. <laughs> line of books for years, huh? That's Nick Cat. But once I have the opinion, damn it, I never change it. <laughs> so the conclusion we should reach here is, folks. Read the Patrick O'Brien novels. You'll, you'll really not regret it. And, and if you're yeah. if you're gonna read a Terry, then go with Pratchett. Not apparently. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I will have hey. with that. <laughs> As if good. anybody cares what my quibbles are. <laughs> okay. And if you want to mix your magic with your Napoleonics, there's always Naomi Novik. Yes. Oh man, I've only read the first two, but God, those are good. Can you repeat that? Naomi, Naomi who? Novik, N-O-V-I-K. Really? Uh, yeah, the, the first book's called uh, his, his, his Majesty's Dragon. Huh. Yes. I think, yeah. It, it right basically uh, take the Napoleonic War and put dragons in it. Okay, yep. then. Yeah, like in a, is it a jolly uh, sort of thing, or is it a, is it a adventure sort of thing? Well, let's put it this way. She writes in her in her intro. She was inspired by the Patrick O'Brien novels, so that gives you an idea of the tone. Ooh. Okay. Okay. His Majesty's. And if I didn't do this on purpose, but if you get the audio, you'll get an idea where Bakari's voice came from. <laughs> Damn it all. <laughs> was that Tim Rare's voice? Huh? Yeah, kind of. Pretty much. I, I make him a bit more excitable, but yeah, I didn't realize until I was thinking about it and went, that's why that voice was familiar to me, because it was the Temeraire voice, and I've compared the two in my head a lot. <laughs> but oh well. Yeah. All right. copyright infringement was intended. Yeah. And one last thing here, really quick. Oh, but going back to the port thing, just very quickly, if you're talking about sulfur waters, does that mean that there is an odor in the port? <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I, uh, I'm yeah. done now. Wow. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't break up, but I pretended that you did. So. <laughs> Whoa, we're losing you. Whoa. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> well, the static's dreadful. All right, here we go. Uh... So, wow, where were we? <laughs> we were about to kick ass and take names. I'm sorry. No, yeah. we're explicit. We were about to kick ass and take names is what we were about to do. Indeed, there is a bar fight going on, a tavern brawl. That's right. Wherein, uh, wherein Captain Carlison is engaged in a duel uh, that is about to go into an impasse, but he's mm-hmm. engaged in a duel with uh, Captain... Zirdar Calameth. Yes. Um, and Pard is in a philosophical drinking contest with the uh, Colrona Royalist Musketeer Ajax, and Kuruk is in a an aerial combat with a Shaka Ruck Rider Kafaim Punk, spelled Q U E. Uh, and his last action was actually going to be diving with Bakari toward a fruit 
Vendor. And meanwhile, back on the Moya's Revenge, Ravenna, Mysterie, has been left, aha- left behind, partly Whoops, because... there I am. Yes. Hello? Sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, she has been left behind on the Moya's Revenge Button. to keep watch on the ship and the galleon. And it was, uh, I think it was mainly because you were unable to make the game. <laughs> Technically. It's all my fault. Technically. I it, couldn't find the right boots to put on for this wing day. Hmm. I found them. I'm set. I'm set. So uh, what, what we're probably going to try and do, if I can actually manage this, is take up where we left off. And I, I'm, I'm thinking of uh, uh, getting back into the series of duels. First of all, Ravena, did you have anything in particular in mind? Now you've you've uh, you actually got a synopsis of what happened in the last session. Yes, and, and I was I was just rereading it because uh, some of those the the very end details of uh, everybody's fight, the progress of I'm not not quite there, but um, mm. yes, I didn't want to get in the glider because it was all covered in blood, which is just disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was before Perhaps it was repaired. Perhaps I have I found sufficient liquid fortitude, and uh, with my trusty squid monkey, I still like squid monkey better than monkey squid, <laughs> who I believe, have, have we named my, my squid monkey yet? There have been no suggestions written in for... Mittens, uh, then. For the it name. shall be Mittens. Mittens the squid monkey. <laughs> yeah. Mittens. Me and Mittens. <laughs> Who's a vicious little brute when you rile him up. <laughs> okay. Um, By the way, Nikki, my favorite line that you didn't say was, there's a foot in there. This <laughs> 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 yes, is pretty fabulous. I read that and laughed and laughed. It's well, um, true. It had a foot in it. Um, so you guys are fighting and fighting, and I'm trying to get off the boat. Is that it? Well, it, it, this is the thing. You, you, you're not, you're not required. You're not required to leave uh, either sh- uh, either ship. Um, you, you, uh, you, you. Look at it this way. You're on the Moyes Revenge, and still nearby, ostensibly under the protection of the Moyes Revenge, even though it's got more guns, is the Guanoloco. Pegrini isn't there. Captain Carlison isn't there. Karuk isn't there. Pard isn't there. And uh, you you uh, you can spend some time thinking about what you might want to do next, uh, of if, if uh, for whatever you want going. It's uh, I've reached the point here where I'm going to uh, go back to the uh, conflict in the tavern. Okay. Uh, I'm hoping at I'm some point. I'm gonna leave that bloody boat, but. Okay, I'm hoping at some point tonight that the party does get together because I'm gonna ha- we're gonna have to do some uh, we're gonna have to do some campaign shortening exposition uh, pretty soon because this is this is game session I think six or seven seven and it's gone longer than any other game that uh, the gutter skypes have done so far and it doesn't really. It <laughs> Unless unless I do something about it, it's just gonna just go on and on and on and on, and I don't want that. So. Well, if we want, we can have her show up right away, and then we can fill in the backstory of how she came to drop in on to, to drop in on us right then later on. Mm-hmm. 
that's a possibility too. But uh, I, th I, th I th let's let's um, let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and get to uh, back to the tavern and start All right. start up with. Uh, go ahead, finish your fight. No problem. I'll sit in the dark. No, oh, no. <laughs> I can, I'm fine. <laughs> I can do without liquids. That's fine. Um, where she breaks out her bag of potato chips and starts crunching loudly. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Just making sure you know I'm still <laughs> here. Right. Would loud, heartfelt sighs be a problem? <laughs> All of a sudden, dancing, dancing with the stars comes on loudly in the background. <laughs> That's great. You know, Adam, I thought I thought you were working on a way for her to just wander into this bar in the middle of all this. Yeah, but in a swashbuckling, spectacular way. All right, you know oh. what? Let, you know no, what? my let's, glider. Can my glider cr uh, crash land on the awning outside the bar? That was considered. It was considered. Here's what, here's what we can try here. Here's what we can try here. Let's, uh, let's just work it. Uh, and I'll, I'm going to take a page from the book of Mark Kinney. Because uh, that's good advice, and I should recognize it when I hear it. Nikki, you're what? on the Moya's Revenge. Yeah. On deck there. <laughs> what? Bloody hell. <laughs> what? What? What do you want? You may want to come aloft and take a look for yourself, missus. Uh, oh, for God's sake. What? What? Fine, fine, sure. fine. Me, me, me. Climb up. Killick hands you what? an extra. Killick hands you an extra telescope, and he points, Wittershins or someplace. <laughs> no, port. Yonder. He, yeah, he points <laughs> off to the port and up at your ten o'clock position, and 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 then off to your left, and then off to your right. They're everywhere, Mrs. They're scout ships. They look. Uh, it's it. It's really strange. They look, uh, some look like they're from Barathi, some look like they're from Krail. Some of them, they're all, they're looking for something. It's only a matter of time before they spot us. And once they spot us, um, that we're in for it. It also means that if there's scout ships around, that means there's bigger ships in the area. This is something the captain's going to need to know. all true that's all true that's all true now, if you take a if you take <laughs> if you take a, a glider you're <laughs> trying to tell me Killick it's up to me to take that nasty disgusting blood covered glider aren't you that's what you're telling me well you know we can you know we can maneuver uh -huh. these ships around and keep them in safe <laughs> places and maybe just keep them on the move possibly a little bit further out we'll try and find you if you try to find us but in the meantime, the captain's got to know, if, if they catch him in port, well, they'll bring him up with a round turn and be athwart his horse before you can say obscure nautical term. <laughs> <laughs> obscure nautical term. <laughs> fine, fine, I get your point, fine. Ready the glider. Give me five minutes. Okay. I'll go find the captain. Killick, uh, Killick goes down, to, goes down the ropes and slides, d slides down the backstay and lands with a thump. I've always <laughs> wanted to say that. Oh, well done. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> Ravenna follows, reaching back without even looking. <laughs> 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 
day as if she's been doing this all her life and down she goes and she proceeds down into uh down down to uh her cabin and prepares for her journey out uh, with some okay. appropriate clothing uh an oh, interesting selection of weapons so <laughs> Okay. And don't forget the boots. <laughs> excellent, excellent boots. When you come back up on deck, you find that Killick has thrown a couple of lumps of cheese, some bread, two bottles of uh, <laughs> two jugs of wine into the glider, and says, "Now you'll notice, Miss, that it's been completely, completely cleaned of blood. There's not a drop of blood. It's foot-free. It's a foot-free <laughs> glider. <laughs> and you just go on and have yourself a." Uh, uh, a, cle- a nice clean flight. They took the boats in. They took the boat. Well, they took one boat in from the galleon. I, I'm willing to bet it was a two-hour row in or sail in to get to to get to Gagenstein. But it was that way, and it's going to take you much, much less time because this glider is made for speed. It was nicely <laughs> built when it was first made, and we fixed it better, better than new. You pull this lever, it releases. You steer. Be on your way. I'll throw some slops in at that ugly. Uh, ugly <laughs> Ugly brood in the cage down below, the one with the fetter on. Don't worry about him either. Pushy. Fine. 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 And in an extremely pissy moment, she climbs into the glider that she doesn't want to be in, and it's disgusting, and she summons Mittens. She gives Mittens a call. Mittens comes running over, climbs in. Mittens is not afraid of gliders, we find out. (laughs) All right, then. Ravenna tucks all her bits and pieces in around her, and off she goes. Bondin, did you have anything to say? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. Killick just stamps back, and the glider is off and speeds quite speedily toward the harbor of Gagenschein. You, uh... You will you you will find as you observe closer that there are more and more scout ships out and looking about for um, whatever they can find. Ostensibly, it's it's probably the Moya's Revenge. You see a frigate, a Zultanate frigate in the harbor. You see a row of shops. Uh, you probably also catch a glimpse of two ruck riders in the they, air. They, and one looked rather familiar. Bum, bum. <laughs> hey! <laughs> that was the sound of the party reuniting. Bam, bam, bam. Well done. Golf clap for you. <laughs> so, do I get to fly closer and see what's up, or this do is they the, go ahead and proceed with their fighting now? This is the point where I stop, where I stop railroading you completely. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's a good story. I like listening. Come on. Well, this is the part where I say, okay, uh, it's Nikki's turn completely now to decide what Ravenna's going to do because, yeah. All right, I'm clumsy. I admit it. I'm clumsy. What the hell? <laughs> Not hardly. So yeah. All right. Um, yeah. What would you like to do? Would you like I to crush? I, the... well, it, it looks like there's an obvious battle, right? It doesn't look like they're flying around having a chit-chat. It looks like they are in conflict. Oh, yeah, it's on. It's it definitely on. on. Right. So, so I want to I wanna, I wanna tootle on over that way and see what I could do to help out our buddy. Okay. 
Correct. Can I do that? It's it's certainly up to you, absolutely. You can certainly fly in that vicinity and glide in the direction of that duel. Karuk, you see uh, Ravenna sure, and the sir. glider. And I believe well, she could hear you if she shout, hello? Yep. Oh, right here. Oh, okay. Yeah, so if, if you want me to go away, just yell. <laughs> I won't be hurt. Well. <laughs> It would be bad form for me to for us to gang up on this poor schmuck. So I'm going to. <laughs> oh yes, I have to do this. Oh, but before I state my action, I was reading over the dueling rules, and I think if we, I want to be the the annoying kid. You know, that's not the way it's supposed... I think it actually... <laughs> the only reason I'm even bringing it up is I think it will make life on for the for our dear GM easier. Yeah, I'm all for that, sure. Okay, because the way they have it done in the in the rules is you... We had the first couple parts, right? You, you're engaged, you divvy up your dice, and then the attacker... And I don't remember how you determine initiative. I was going to look that up before I realized it's four o'clock. It's the spell dice, I, I think. If you have more, more spell oh, dice, you, you get the initiative, I think. You're, you're absolutely right. Now that, I'm, now that you mentioned it, I, I remember that. I'll um, that. But the, 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 the attacker says what they're doing, defender says what they're doing, and then you roll the appropriate, you know, divvied up dice, get the damage from that side, then you go and do the defense, then and you do the same thing because the defender is now the attacker, so they tell you what they're doing, and then you tell how you're defending, and then the rules are and damage are applied, and then it's the next person's turn. That way, we don't have the whole thing of okay, we've done 12 million things, and now let's get back to the defending of, you know, that was declared. It just it, it just I think it'll make managing things easier if I may make so. But I mean, ultimately, it's your. I'm, I'm not trying to. Well, no, I mean, essentially essentially, what you're saying is rather than doing uh, Carlos and attacks and uh, uh, the person he's dueling with defends and then I move on to Pard and he attacks and the person defends and then Blind Geek and he attacks and, the, and then go back and do the defense, uh, getting the attacks and then the defense is done per person right. is, uh, yeah. is probably a lot cleaner and easier to keep track of, and I agree right. with you 100%. And the actions being declared basically before the rolling so there's more of a narrative flow of, of you know it's, it's just yeah, be. that's pretty handy too that's pretty handy too I still think we should all reserve the right though to edit anything that we've done <laughs> so that, that oh absolutely no, no. oh yeah doing yeah. something slightly different uh, allows for uh, making use of some of the fortes uh, that are available notice what I said there did you notice that I stuck the little over the, over the forte in there. Yeah. All right. Uh, no, I agree. That's a good point, and I think it would make uh, it, it would help keep track of things. At any rate, yes. You see Rev uh, the glider. You see that Ravenna is in it, and she is heading in your direction because you guys are the first thing she sees. Okay. I'm diving toward the fruit stall, and as I pass in mid dive, I give her a salute. A, a salute. A, whatever the shaka ruck 
equivalent of a salute is. I don't really. Or I, <laughs> a flourishing hand, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> A languid howdy hi. (laughs) (laughs) I'm picturing picturing the hour gang hand under the chin waving. (laughs) Um, And my my plan, I don't know how we want to handle, how you want to handle this. My plan is that I'm diving at, he's diving at the fruit stall, and I'm going to have uh, Bakari scoop up a bunch of the fruits in his talons and then zoom back up toward, um, okay. heroically zoom back up toward uh, what, Punkway. Okie <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna leave. Uh, I'm gonna leave it at that. At that, that picture that uh, Ravenna sees. Uh, Ravenna sees uh, Bakari grab hold of uh, a variety of uh, large and dangerous produce. Um, Carlison, blades yes. are locked. Blades are. Lo- I'm, I'm, this is what I'm picturing. Uh, tell me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Blades are locked uh, uh, down to the hilt in the classic lean-in. Uh, guard, and you have the opportunity for impasse. What would you like to do? Yes. I'm going to do the uh, flashy challenge of uh, repartee in response to his comment about how he's going to be seeing, uh, about how Moya is going to be seeing more of him. Hmm. Okay. To which Carlosen responds, it, it is good she will see more of, of you, that it will be easier for her to avoid you. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Okay, and he replies, "Says you." <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Calamath is feeling particularly, particularly dim uh, right now. Uh, let's yeah, call that. Uh, I'm going to say all th- uh, three. I'm going to say three die. Uh, three dice for that. Well, actually, this is just a like flashy challenge, so this is just the like, two. We'll, we'll, we each make our checks, and whoever has the higher one wins and gets the skull die. Whoever gets the lowest loses and gets a failure rank. Right. Don't we have to roll? Uh, don't we have to roll dice? Well, yeah, yeah, but it, this isn't the like duel. This is just a like simple challenge. Right. Uh, the, the, um, I was looking on uh, page 220 where you found that it said something about the GM can determine whether it's two dice or three dice that are rolled in order to determine the flashy challenge. Oh, okay. I mean, it can be two if you want, but what the hell? Why not three? So if you roll right. three and you roll higher than him, then you have won the flashy, ch- flashy challenge. I am rolling with three dice. Calameth and the flashy challenge of being put down thoroughly by Captain Carlosen has achieved a six. Okay, uh, you cut out for about half of. I, uh, I I achieved a six. He rolled. He rolled his three die, and he only got a six. A three, a two, and a one. All three dice. Or are we just taking the the two highest? Oh, all three. If I take the two highest, then uh, he only got a five. I don't think I caught most of that. Bummer. 
Next time, you know what? Anybody? Next time you hear the words "upgrade" come out of my mouth, drive to my house and hit me in the face. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, I rolled three die. If uh, if we add up all three for Calameth, then he only got a six. He rolled a three, a two, and a one. If uh, if I only take the two highest, then of course he got a five. Okay. If we take all three, I have the. Uh 10 without putting in the repartee for it. Uh, and if we only count 2, then I have an N8 plus the 2. So, Okay. Switching over to Captain Zafiri Carlison's character sheet, I add a style die. Okay. And there we go. Okay. How many are we starting with, by the way, since that has come up? Oh, I'm sorry. Two for everybody. Okay. And so, where is he? Oh, he's on the separate piece of paper over here. Calameth takes a failure rank loss. And he is going to subtract it from... Wow, he's at... He's going to subtract it from his past. He is now at average for seminarian. And... That this is the point. This is a point where a new round would take place for Carlson and Calamuth. We move on now to Pard, and that poor unfortunate slob who was dumb enough to agree to a tricky match and, and <laughs> philosophical contest with a monk. Wow, that was. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I I don't recall whether we actually. Pard, did we get to an attack defense situation, or are we uh, are we able to freshly start with a new set of? Uh, um, um, he he had actually had to take some loss last time. Yes, Ajax. Here he is. He took uh, he took his charming down to average, and he took his handsome down to average. I don't see any other reduction. That, that sounds right. Yeah. So I guess. Uh, Damn, I should have listened, but uh, is it all right if we start with a new set of, uh, a completely new round here where he sets up his die and you set up yours? Okay, sure. All right. I think he's going to go for two for attack and one to defend. And in this situation, uh, Pard goes first as far as uh, what happens, whether you want to attack or defend. Okay. Um... I'm also going to go two for attack and one to defend. Attack, one defend. Okay. All right, where's... Uh, here we go, Ajax. Two attack, one defend. What would Pard like to do in, uh, as his attack? Well, I think we're going to come up with a, a new philosophical argument. Hmm. Okay, he's, ha- he's still having problems with this... this um, Conflict in his sense of duty versus his sense of honor, isn't isn't he? Well, he's uh, as as a Colrona royalist, he certainly does not enjoy being put under the command of a Zoltanate captain or a Zoltanista of any kind. But yeah, he's he's not happy about it, but he seems to be going along with it because. There's something in the wind, or in the bigger picture, as he puts it, that necessitates it. And he believes he is not in possession of all the facts, <laughs> and uh, and is willing to follow orders. But no, it's sticking in his craw. He doesn't particularly like it. Okay, well, we'll see if we can confuse him even further. Uh, I, 
I'll hold up a half a glass. And I'll say, well, your problem is much like this. Is it half empty? Is it half full? Okay. His either, either, way, either way can be confusing. So then mm. I'll just drink it all. There. No more problem. <laughs> <laughs> his defense, in order to hold up his end of the conversation, is to hold up his half-empty glass of very strong liquor and down it to match you. Uh He's either going to get drunker and less able to continue, or you are. And here's mm-hmm. where we roll the die. There's my... I am rolling one for defense. Okay. Ooh, I got a five. Okay. My, my dice say four. And what are we able to add to this? Well, we're using uh, oh, Zen Stun. And cool. fighting while eating or drinking. Okay, four, five, six, seven. That brings you up to seven. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think if Merhorse enters into this, or if we could just assume it enters into everything just now. I think uh, at at this point you can use Merhorse to anticipate just how drunk this guy could is getting at the moment. Okay. Just from little visual cl- clues and signs, and the look of his irises, and how often he blinks, and. Whether he's standing completely straight, that kind of thing, sure. That takes sure. it to uh, seven, eight. That takes it to nine. Mm-hmm. His defense was a five. What can he add to that? Where is he? Where's Ajax? Hello. Hello. Here he is. He can add. I'm just gonna uh, plus two to his swashbuckling uh, for his swashbuckling forte. Bringing it up from, uh, bringing his defense from five to seven. His motivation of adventure doesn't fit in here. The fact that he's a Corona Royalist isn't going to make him any less drunk. I'm leaving it at seven. So I've got a plus two on him. You've got a plus two on him. Two wound ranks in that particular attack, and he is going to take. Uh, his motivation from two to average. And he is going to take his nationality from two to average. It is proceeding as I expected. <laughs> okay. His attack. Just, you got to remember this. You yeah. <clears throat> You you got to remember to look at the big picture. Big picture. It's important. I mean, look at the top of this table. You, all you see is the tabletop. You don't see the legs that hold it up. Do you? Well, do you? And he slams his <laughs> glass down on, on the table. And he rolls a six. His attack is a... Uh, yeah, five, six... Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. No, that's right. Yeah, two for attack. Two dice, six, yeah. Six, and uh, he's still going to still going to add his swashbuckling four to plus two to that. So that means his attack is a total of seven. Okay. So I rolled a five. Cool. And I can, I can uh, apply the same bonuses again? If they apply to this? I'm confused about that. I think you can. Can you? Can't you? 
I thought you could use them once in the ex- exchange. For either attack or defense? Yeah. Oh, bummer. Yeah. Let okay. me check. Well, that's okay. He's talking about the big picture. I ex- can apply my forte of Vagabond to that. Ooh. Ooh. Slick. So that's a... Okay, I'm sorry. You said you rolled a five? Five. Five plus two, seven. That matches it. Mm-hmm. And let's see... Yeah. I can consider this as distracting this guy as defending a crewmate, can't I? Um, maybe, maybe not. In this particular situation, you've already uh, kind of agreed not to interfere with the other fights. Mm, okay. And I don't know if he were directly if he were directly trying to get somebody else hurt or arrested or something then it would probably apply I don't know that you could actually apply it here and all I mean really okay but uh, you essentially yeah you've matched his you've matched his attack okay so that's good enough in which case you don't get anything taken off all right so all right very cool blind uh, we move on to Actually, wait a minute. I'm sorry. You match his attack. What do you reply to him? Ah. He talks about the table being nothing without its legs. And that is true, but the table may still serve its function perfectly adequate, even if it were sitting on the ground. (laughs) Pour pour another one. Pour another one. Oh, yes. Here you go. (laughs) This is very good, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's good. Fine. I'm bringing some more home. You, yes, yeah. I'm finding this conversation absolutely fascinating. Yeah. You're a hero. You're a good fellow. You know that? You have a very comfortable dress sense. Wish I could dress like that. It'd be a lot more relaxing than this. Oh, the collars. I know. <laughs> what? What's your name? What? Is, I'm Ajax. Hard. You're Ajax. I'm Pard. Pard. Mm. Pard. I like that. It's so easy to say. Pard. Oh God. Pard. Pard. <laughs> okay. And he says, Are they across from each other at the yes. table? <laughs> he stares a little bit out at the window and just starts saying Pard multiple times as he sips. Uh, absent-mindedly at the glass. Okay. Okay. Well, I got my attack for next round all set up. I know what I'm going to do. <laughs> Super. All right. Uh, switching to the aerial view. Switching to the aerial view. What is Nikki going to do with her glider? Are Are you circling in the in, in the area? Or are you going to? Uh, you know what? Uh. I I have three things I want to do. But I'm not sure that anybody's out where I can be in order to do them. Okay. Except for, except for uh, Karuk and Bakari, and Karuk doesn't really want me to interrupt. But I have a volume. I'm having. I'm getting a volume problem from you. Uh, oh. I don't know how close. <laughs> that was my fault. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Whoops. 
Okay. All better. That All sounded better. so non-technical in its solution. I love that. Um, whew, it was so technical. Right. I can't even to tell you. Okay. Uh, I heard so you say you had three things you wanted to do. I, I had three things that I want to do, but the only person who I could conceivably help who doesn't want my help is Baruch and Bakari. But uh, because everybody else is inside, right? They're not. They're not oh. rumbling outside. I, I, well, you know that you can't see the them. Tavern. You know that you can't see them from where you are. That is correct. But uh, um, I will offer. I will offer a style die. For a misfortune, to occur to you. If you wish to accept it, and the misfortune would be to for you to uh, for some strut or cable on your glider to snap causing you to lose control of it, at which point it will spiral down into, hmm, a place. <laughs> okay, but, aha, can, can, I, can I do one thing before the misfortune occurs? Let's find out. What is okay. the thing you wish to do? <laughs> I want, I want to, to buzz... Um, Karuk's opponent, and, and even though he doesn't want me to interfere, as as I buzz past, I want to drop one of my empty wine bottles at him, like kind of, sort of aiming. <laughs> nice. As I okay. go past, probably screaming, and then the misfortune can occur, and the strut can let go, and then I can spiral down, probably still yelling my head off towards the tavern. Okay. And then I have two other things I'd like to do. All right. Well, let's let's uh, let's take this one at a time. You do, in fact, uh, you do, in fact, get, uh, manage to get a higher elevation than the other ruck rider. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to ask you to roll for the dropping the bottle because I just <laughs> love the idea of an empty wine bottle shattering on his ruck's head. Or even if it passes over, well, I don't want to hurt the rock. You know how I am. <laughs> oh, the rock isn't going to take it lying down. Uh, that <laughs> actually is where the style oh. die comes in. Now I know oh, technically when I offer you, I know technically when I offer you misfortune to happen, you're supposed to get three style die. But in this particular case, uh, I think it's it's going to end oh, up no, being just one. And I'm going to add that here. Uh, the ruck is quite annoyed at having a bottle dropped on it, and it flies rather <laughs> and, more deftly. But I, and I get to wave. I wave at Karuk as I go by, <laughs> cheerily, screaming. There we go. I'm in trouble now. <laughs> Something so, like that. <laughs> yeah. The rook is uh, rather, uh, uh, rather more deft than the glider, as in something like ten times more deft than the glider, uh, and um, uh, flaps itself up in your direction, managing to catch one of the guy lines uh, going out to your control mechanism and just simply snip it as it, uh, as it uh, wipes its claw on its four feathers and watches you, uh, watches you spiral out of control. <laughs> Let go, you feathered rat! <laughs> so now I'm spiraling out of control. <laughs> Big damn rat. Yes. yes. <laughs> so I, I get to spiral out of control. Here I go. Yeah. Do I need to? Do I need to use a style die in order to not 
be killed in the crash? Uh, no, you don't need to use a style die in order to not be killed in the crash, but you may select to land in any location in the in the harbor, whether it's uh, the Zoltanista ship, the tavern. Um, I want to land in the tavern. The you want to land at the tavern? I want to land in the tavern near the captain. Okay. I'll take back a style die for that. You're still all back at the... <laughs> you're still all... You're still all back at two. The glider comes crashing through the front of the tavern, as we all hoped it would in the last episode. As I should say. As, as I hoped it was. Is this an HO scale track, or do you suppose it... Um, <laughs> as it all... Uh, uh, yes, the winter glass comes shattering in. Now, of course, by now, the patrons and the people that work there have rushed out long ago. They don't want anything to do with getting killed or hurt. Um, so uh, the only people remaining there are uh, the combatants. And uh, this is one ex-glider, but one fully intact. Master of the guns. Gunnery master. <laughs> Screaming her head off. <laughs> Screaming her head off. <laughs> and and the glider the the glider lands with a sickening crunch. It yes it uh, it it pretty much crumples into uh, many different bits and pieces among the wreckage of the front furniture of the tavern, and uh, and, and so then this is what I'd like to do, please. Mm-hmm. I, wanna, <laughs> I want to 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 spy captain the captain and and uh and his combatant uh rival uh, Kalamath. Mm-hmm. i want to spy them and i want to hurl my empty uh pewter mug at Kalamath's head and i want to hit him and okay. then i'm going to stagger out of the glider <laughs> oh do i have to start for i have to roll for that first to see you if know, i hit him you know what just let's oh, <laughs> Let's let's uh, let's roll to see how well you escape from a crash glider through the front of the tavern. We'll, but we'll I, just start I, can with I, can that. I, can I use one of my forts for that? Because um, to help. Yeah, after my, your, my my swashbuckling. After your after your roll. Now this is this is going to be a simple uh, challenge. This is going to be two die six. We'll call this a challenge eleven. And essentially, I'm it's, sorry that you cut out. I'm sorry. Uh, this is going to be a simple, uh, straight challenge: uh, surviving okay. the crash of the surviving. Oh, the crash just surviving the, the crash. All right. And, and determining how you get out of it, whether you step out of it like, uh, like or crawl. Uh, yeah, or crawl out from <laughs> or under <roll>. it. Crawl. <laughs> so. Uh, um. How many do I get to use, please? Two, 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 uh, two die six. Two. Got two, it. Two six siders. Yeah. Do I know what I have to beat yet? You have to beat 11. No way. Oh, that's just mean. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Seven. Okay, Ooh. and you add to that your swashbuckling fort of, uh, of um, Viridi's mercenary. Yeah. And do you have true. any other personal quality or, or modifier? Nope. Hmm? Does that help? I've got a I've got a sidekick. Oh, we're talking character sheet here. I'm looking um, at loot. I don't want to use my my Kuldun thing here. That's that's for later. Um, 
Well, for for aiming, aiming and hitting with the mug is where I was going to use my um. That's going to have to wait. That's going to have to wait. That'll be a new challenge. That'll be a different. Aiding the underdog, I get one for that. And while unarmed, <laughs> they're all chain techniques, though. All right. I'm sorry. I, I missed. Uh, I missed your roll. You said the two. The two you got a. I got. I got seven. Seven. Plus I need two, four. <laughs> I need four more. <laughs> to at least tie. Aiding the under. Oh, let's see. Um. Aiding the underdog while I'm unarmed. See, ah. <laughs> using a non-weapon. A glider is not really a weapon, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. In Ravenna's oh, hands. Oh, glider land on Captain. What's his bite? Oh, oh, oh. Where's his name go? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think it's, I think it's going to have to be. It would be Calibus. great. But I, <laughs> and it gets him all grubby. Ooh, his pristine white's all grubby. <laughs> well, he, he's already stained with drink from uh, Captain Carlison, but I'm afraid that's Carlison's fight, and it's going to have to wait until. Uh, no, you're just going to. You're going to have to uh, survive escaping from the glider after it crashes, and you're not doing too badly. You're at a nine, and you needed to beat an eleven. You need to be eleven. I'm, trying, I'm looking on your sheet to see where we could get something else from. Uh, you got gift of the unicorn. I don't um, think I have. I, let's call it a, a plus two. Ooh. From so sidekick. Fast and fast. From sidekick. If you add plus two from sidekick, because of the fact that I can't believe I'm about to say this, mittens. <laughs> Pulled, uh, pulled the. Uh, mittens was helping. Mittens was helping by pulling just the right lever on just the right side of the craft to keep it from uh, slicing your head off uh, at the Such last a second. Squid. He's just wonderful. Took a little dive. So you're you uh, you end up with uh, matching the eleven and not dying when Yay. the crashes. <laughs> If you would, if you would like, uh, just as as a, a little, put a little button on that on that event. Yeah. Describe a, uh, describe how you get out of the glider, and then we'll move on to Blind Geek's aerial combat. I I think after a crash landing like that, that I just barely survive. Mm-hmm. I I think I'm gonna have to crawl out. <laughs> I guess I can't bound out in a swashbuckly sort of way. I think it is it is definitely crawling while swearing, <laughs> while complaining. <laughs> I think that that's the only way I can get out of the wreckage. <laughs> while thanking mittens, of course. Okay. <laughs> but I'm not allowed to throw anything yet, huh? No, we got to take turns on this uh, on the particular that particular aspect. All right. Well, I'm crawling and grumbling and swearing and whining. How about that? <laughs> okay. It's uh, it's picturesque. <laughs> All right. Meanwhile, in the skies above the tavern and the harbor, two ruck riders square off, and one of them's got fruit, so watch out. <laughs> Oops. We lost somebody. No, we didn't. Sorry, that was me hitting the wrong button. Okay, oh. cool. Um, so there we go. Let's see. Uh, Blind Geek... Uh, Punk is going to use, is going to use, um, two for defense, no, one for defense, two for attack. 
And I'm going to use three for attack and none for defense. All out attack, excellent. Which I may regret later, but what the hell. And... <laughs> All out attack with I, fruit, no less. Go ahead. Well, okay, here's what I... Here, this, this is the out-on-the-wing moment of this particular <laughs> game. He's going to... <laughs> For those of you not getting that reference, please see Gutter Skype number two or three. Anyway, um, he he is going to okay. But Bakari drops the fruit or curls the fruit at what's this, the punk punk, mm-hmm. and and while the fruit is in the air, um, using the Griffin gift. Uh, I forgot my character's name for a split second there, sorry. Crook takes his sword and slashes one of the fruits in half, and the other half of the fruit that doesn't... Well, I'm not going to say doesn't hit, because we haven't rolled yet to see that it does, but the other the half that does not zoom toward Kuruk happens to land on the vendor who earlier was selling rock feathers. So that's <laughs> spot... Telling something else completely unrelated, but he recognizes the guy in that split second, and is that too? Is that too much? That is as swashbuckly as we've good, as we've gotten so far, and it fits perfectly. And I love it. <laughs> That's what it. I'm aiming for. I'm as funny, all I can think of is if I come at you with a banana, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, clever Dick wants to know about guns, does he? <laughs> <laughs> what if I have a pointed stick? <laughs> All right, so that's excellent. As a cinematographer, I'm setting up the shot in my head as we go. All right, three attack. Three attack. Well, hell, uh, what can he do except maybe try and dodge his head out of the way of a piece of fruit coming hurtling at his face? So he rolls. Uh, here we go. I'm going to roll my uh, a defense die and punk. Gets a three for defense. Wow. What wow. can he add for that? What can he add? Where is he? That's not punk. This is punk. Here we go. All right. He's not doing too bad. He is going to add... Uh, he's got a plus four on Rock Rider, so he's going to add that. So he ends up with a seven. He defends with a seven. So that's uh, that's Punk. Oh, I spelled his name with a K. Wow. Sorry, I'm writing this down and I misspelled. <laughs> punk. Punk. See, that defeats the, the whole purpose of him calling him Punk Way. I know, it does. I, 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 um, this is me. I hand wrote K instead of K. But anyway, all right. So, yes, his defense is seven. Your attack will be three die. I, I await. Now, do I add them all or do I just take the best two? Because the best, I rolled a six, a six, and a two. So if I've taken the best two, I'm going to get a twelve. I think uh, actually it's all three, isn't it? Because uh, you, I mean, you could you could have chosen to use just two attack die, in which case you would only have been rolling two and taking the sum yeah, of those. Yeah, I'm not sure how that. Yeah, I would add all three together. Okay, well then, by God, that's what we're going to do. Fourteen. Uh, plus my. 
Plus my Griffin would be Q. I think it's, yeah, the Griffin. And uh, do I even want to factor in Bakari? I guess I should have been. So that's 16. Yeah, I think you also add, uh, you add your swashbuckling for it of plus four. Don't you? I think you can. Oh, yes, I, yeah, that's true. Okay, so that's, 20, wow. Holy crap. <laughs> holy crap. Hey, this is all out of tax, this man. Fruit- it's pretty blown his head off then, hasn't it? <laughs> well, no, I, I, think, I would think that would be a failure, right? I, to him, but I was figuring when I, when I launched the fruit that it would be more of a humiliation thing. <laughs> Watch out, he's got citrus! <laughs> All right. Um, we're at 20. I'm looking at your sheet and wondering if there's anything else that you can add. Uh, well, we got the rucks. That's spiky uh, and smells really bad. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been a pineapple. Yeah. <laughs> but they taste good. Mm. But they, isn't it? They taste good, but they I'm hurt so like sorry. hell. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> they, hurt. they hurt like hell, let me tell you. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at your motivation. on a book, I feel like shit. <laughs> <laughs> but you won't get scurvy. So. Yeah. Karuk, I'm looking at your motivation, too. Oh, uh, the status to gain... Regain his Shaku status. I, I, what, I don't know. I think that applies here to you. Sure. Hey, uh, so that's 2022. 20, mm-hmm. Holy crap. And I could add the... Uh, I really need to at this point. Fox, Ariel... Ah. Holy... This is amazing. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I don't need to add the uh, rush. It wasn't really combat. It was just more... Yeah, right now we're at a difference of... uh, We're at a difference (laughs) of 15. (laughs) And um, I'm looking at his sheet and thinking, what the hell can he add besides? He's got other forts. What can he add? What can he add? He can add athletic. He can, he can add athletic and take it from a 15 difference down to a 13 difference, which makes Woo-hoo. Jack squat in terms of whether he's going to survive this or not. This is a situation where, Karuk, you have so totally screwed this guy that I can't even begin to imagine how it happens, and I'm afraid you're going to have to tell us. Just what you did to take, because he's he's done, he's done. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. He is protected by the fruits as well as his ruck. They, they land the fruits. Uh, the juice squirts into his eyes, and these are citrus fruits, and the ruck's eyes as well, which <laughs> blinds them and causes them to spiral or or whatever, spiral, whatever it would be that a. This is why I don't do very good. Just um, they pinwheel. That's the word I was looking oh, for. Pinwheel. They pinwheel down toward the toward the ground, and uh, he falls out of his ruck's saddle, lands on the ground, and the ruck is of course not hurt nearly as badly because I just can't I can't do too much to a uh, you know he's a he's a he's an animal. I have to have some. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Don't but they are definitely what? looking rather silly to the people who are around. 
who... Oh, I can't control what the people around them do. So you did so, the S7S equivalent of an aerial chemical attack. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. And it worked like a bloody charm. I hadn't really thought of it that way, but yeah. It worked like a bloody charm. Now, I'm confused rules-wise and don't know what to do at this point. Uh, specifically because your attack did such... Uh, it just devastated him so completely... Um, I don't see where it makes any sense for him to roll his two attack die after this because he can't. Oh no! Well, I think if I remember right, the way it works is they get that shot in before their mm -hmm. demise occurs. So when you're looking at it from a movie standpoint, for example. Okay, so it's like he's blindly throwing his spear at the last point that he remembers you being at before he tumbles away. <laughs> Either that, or he gets it in before the fruit thing happens. Okay. Ooh, this is a lucky little uh, punk. <laughs> he has, uh, he's already used his... I really wheeling after him at this point. Ooh, well, yeah. You, uh... Ooh. Wait a minute, where is he? Okay, yeah, seven. Damn. So punk has hurled his spear in your direction. Um, blinded and, uh... Uh, crippled, he he cartwheel, he pinwheels away, but uh, he was he managed to be relatively accurate in his throw. You get one. Oh wait a minute. Yeah, you get whatever defense you can mount using your fortes. Okay. And my defense of that is just after the after the whole thing with the fruit. <laughs> trying to see this in my which will forever more be known as <laughs> the thing with the fruit <laughs> Go ahead. fruity fracas um okay uh i'm going he's we're going to try to to uh acrobatically dodge the uh, right as the fruit is dropped and the thing is cut in half they damn it i don't know how to describe it. i mean it's like a they leap back, but they're in the air, so they're, they're just, I guess, just moving back very quickly. That just sounds really boring. Um, but let me see what we have here, because I don't have anything to roll. I will add my rucks, aerial combat. Okay, that takes it down to five. And let's see. Let me go back up to my sheet here. I'm going to use the uh, four from Ruck Rider. And I don't know if my griffin would apply here because I am not... It's the ruck that's really doing the diving. I'm more controlling him. I think um, we actually, actually, I think we used ruck rider in the attack. Is it... Are we allowed to use okay. it in the defense? I think we're allowed to use fortes all through. It's the techniques that you can only use once. Oh, right, 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 right. That's right, that's right. I'm sorry. Correct. Absolutely. Okay. Well, all right. Uh, so if he uh, if he had an attack of seven and you've subtracted, you've already subtracted two, uh, using uh, the aerial combat of your ruck, that took that took it down to a five. Subtracting uh, your swashbuckling fort of four, takes it down to a one. And I have my acrobatics. I didn't do a very good job of describing that, though. Um, you wheeled and dodged to your right or left. I, <laughs> in a 
in a grandiose maneuver as the suit is dropping. He wheels. They do a, a sideways barrel roll. I don't even know if that's the right usage of the term barrel roll, but we're going to say it is, by God. Sure. Mm-hmm. sure. In the air, to the right, narrowly dodging the spear as it is flung deftly by okay. Punk. As he crashes into it. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> and, that's a, and, the, and, that makes, and that takes it down to... Uh, well, that eliminates the one anyway, so um, you defended... Yeah, against his very lucky spear throw. That was a close one. Yes, it was. As you glide triumphantly, triumphantly over, the, uh, over the wreckage of, of um, Shaku Ruck Rider Punk. Wow, that's... That okay, Megatron. Max, go, sounds like a Dalek. Yeah, you're going <laughs> cyborg. You're going cyborg there. <laughs> you just can't take that seriously. <laughs> Ow. Ow. All I'm uh, getting is... <laughs> if you, you, I don't know, maybe, Eric, it worked for you once. Maybe you want to try your plug-unplug thing again. Already done, sir. Oh, there perfect. We go. All better. Yay. Okay. <laughs> it's time to get back to Kalamoth, Kalamath and Captain Zafiri Carlison. Uh, we are at, uh, we are in a new, what's this? We're in a new round. Thing. Okay. Zirdar Kalamath is um, still smarting over the fact that uh, you've got it all over him in terms of Woody Repartee. He may be a snappy dresser, but he's not a snappy thinker. <laughs> he is going to... Well, actually, yeah. What's he going to do? He's going to do two... He's going to do... All-out attack. He's going to do three for... Uh, three for attack. But uh, you are... And you are going to go... You get to go first. Where are we here? Calameth. Calameth. I go. better go one and... T- uh, one for attack, two for, de- for, for defense... Okay. In that case. One attack. Two defense. Calamus. Three attack. Okay. Carlison attacks. Attacks. Alright, so my big base roll of two. Oh <laughs> god. That, yeah. yeah. Plus uh, plus plus fencing puts it to four. He's using his rapier, which is a re-roll of one of these dice. Ooh. That's better. So that's six and eight instead of four. And considering that he's got no defense dice, that will probably work. Carlison has, has got an attack of eight? Eight, yes. Okay. And Kalameth can only defend with... Where is he? Well, he's taken stuff down already, hasn't he? And I just did this the wrong way around. Because I just... I was I was just coming off of the... I was, I was going with my two dice for that, so... Ah, oh well. 
You want to change it to two attack? That's fine with me. Yeah, yeah, that'll, that'll just make the defense very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's call that two attack. Uh, brought you to an eight. Um, while we're at that point, do you want to add anything to that? If you can find anything else, just, you know, if you want to get that number higher. I'm probably fighting for my freedom at this point, I figure. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Frickin' That's A, two. plus two. That's All two. Right. That brings it up to ten. And does uh, does a pirate fit into that? Pirate, uh, I'm going to say yes, because it did once before. So that's two more, and I'm going to hold it off there. All right. Twelve. Not too shabby. <laughs> All right. Um, so, uh, yeah, now he needs to defend, and he can only do that by making use of his fortes. Uh, he's going to defend with his... Uh, what? Actually, I should, I should hush up and hear what it is you actually wanted to do to him. Okay, and basically, what as we exchange those those words, and he's I mean, look of shock on his face, and his mumbled uh, says you there. <laughs> I basically end up uh, snapping away from his his blade and getting a sort of an upward cut from from there. Slick. Cool. All right. What can he defend with? I think he's going to try and take the 12 down to an 8 with his swashbuckling fort of fencing, because he's got that at plus 4 still. Um, what else can he use? Acrobatics. He's got a forte. Sorry, forte. Of plus 4 in acrobatics in order to twist, dodge, out of the way, let's take that. That takes it down to a four. And he can't use his motivation or his past because they are at average. So, he just took four damage points. Four. Da holy crap. <laughs> Good. All right. That means that he's taking fencing down from uh, plus four expert to average. That takes care of two ranks. Where can he take the other from? His nationality, Zoltanista. That takes uh, takes that down to zero. And he has one more rank that he has to find someplace to take his damage from. Takes acrobatics from plus four. Did I already do that? Did I already do acrobatics? Because I'm looking at it and I crossed out my swashbuckling fort and I didn't mean to do that. I remember hearing acrobatics before. Okay, then that was the one. I, cr I crossed the wrong thing out. Yes, he's going to take uh, his swashbuckling fort from plus four to plus two. Mm. I don't know whether I'm supposed to wait until after the whole thing is said and done to do that, but I'm content to leave it where it is. He's going to cool. do three attack. And... <laughs> <laughs> Four, five, six, seven, eight. Wait a minute. Yeah, eight. That's right. All three die for attack. Wow, that's lousy. <laughs> Four, five, six. No. Considering that the. No. Yeah. Considering that my base defense roll was a just the the, the die roll was a since we switched the dice around was a six. 
So, hmm, not too bad. Well, since I'm, I'm not going to have to worry about using style dice right now, I can research the use of those again while everyone else is doing their thing. But I see that the basic thing there, okay, I have the six base pirate fencing. I seem to recall we get to use those for for, for both, right? Uh, Forte's, it, yeah, it was uh, yeah. it was the uh, techniques that you could only use uh, once per round. The seven, eight, nine, ten, and I will be using idiom insane attempt. I figure rolling backwards over the the uh, table, perhaps <gasps> be, be between Pard and what's his name. <laughs> I love it. I love it. To put the table in between Calameth and myself. Excellent. He's making this That's excellent. Okay. So that brought 10, the insane attempt brought 10 up to what? 11. 11, okay. Since I don't want to re-roll this, this nice 6 that I have. That's <laughs> really? Hell yeah. Okay. Well, Calamath is looking like, uh, like a total dweeb. Uh, we move on now. We move on now to Pard and Ajax, who have, um, well, Pard, I guess you probably lean back a little bit to avoid Captain Carlison's sword belt. Ajax is uh, becoming more oblivious to what's going on around him. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to use a swashbuckling point. Ooh. In what way? How do you do that? Uh, to, to, ma- to ensure that I have received a couple of eggs. Oh, uh, do you remember I, or- oh, I ordered eggs last session? Yeah, oh, oh, style, style dice. Excuse me, that's, right, that's right, I forgot. Style. You did. Your I did. challenge was going to be I can stand this egg on end. Absolutely. I think it's time for that. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot that completely. Consider them on right. the table. They are not hard-boiled. They are raw. They are raw. That's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as long as he doesn't try eating them. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm sorry. What is the uh, die distribution here? Do you want to do all out attack? Oh, I'm going to do all out attack. Cool. All right. Okay, and um, surreptitiously, I have palmed some salt. Mm. Oh, ooh, okay. Okay, so I hand him one of the eggs, and I have the other egg, and trying without him to notice, <laughs> I am going to ensure there's a little salt on the bottom of my egg before I stand it on the table on its end. Mm-hmm. All righty. And uh, you say to him... And now it's your turn. Oh, uh, this was supposed to be a bet, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. Maybe it's a bet. Let's see. What should we bet? Well, what would you like to wager that I can stand my egg on its end and you can't? Uh, uh, my main gauche. And he slams his main gauche down on the table. Hmm, okay. And, and if you lose, I get... Uh, what do you want to bet? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'll pull out my wine gourd. Ooh. I'll Let's set the up. wine gourd on the table. You get to have my wine gourd. It All is right. very good wine. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll make the attempt. And okay. it's die time. Yes. Oh, what is he uh, allocating his dice at? Oh, he's doing um, 
Uh, one defense. Okay. So, him first or me first? Uh, he rolled a four. For attack? For defense. For defense. Oh, okay. I have an 11 just on dice. Woo! <laughs> yeah, we've been getting some really lucky rolls. To, yeah. To, well, that's three dice. Yeah, he did it all yeah. out. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. Going, I'm going to save my um, um, uh, techniques for defense and just. But I think I can use both Merhorse and Vagabond for my attack. Okay, so that's 12, 13, 15. Mm hmm. 15. His <laughs> defense is a 4. What has he got left besides uh, one eye open? Let's see. <laughs> he has charming at average, handsome at average. He has aristocrat at plus 2, which means nothing to standing an egg on it. <laughs> he has a swashbuckling fort of musketeer, which I can apply. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus four, plus six. Motivation adventure has nothing to do with... All right. <laughs> so I imagine he's hunched over very carefully trying he's to... He's very carefully trying to try this egg on... And let me tell you, uh, in his... What, what he does... Let's put it this way. He smashes the damn egg. <laughs> he holds it in between his little finger and his... His forefinger and thumb, and it is uh, goo and shell on the table. Oh, 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 oh. And, yeah. Well, here, I'll clean off my egg and let him use that to try all the All right, six from 15 is nine. Nine? Okay. He, uh, yes, nine. Crap. Uh, he's only got two... One, t that's it. He's got two fortes to do anything with. Okay, so after he smashes the egg, after he uh, smashes the egg between his thumb and forefinger, he goes to reach for his drink with a look of triumph on his face, as if that was what the challenge was. <laughs> and he's smug, and he's happy that the, the, the foolish monk from somewhere else couldn't break a simple little egg, and he goes to drink his drink, and he falls over on his back, <laughs> spilling the drink on his own face. And... um. Uh, uh, yes, his eyes roll up in his head. And there's the main gauche on the table. I, I wasn't supposed to do that, was I? Wait a minute. Shit. Hmm? Oh, where are we at, actually? Well, he, we're at him losing, and it's you that's supposed to describe how he loses, isn't it? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Damn, I did Damn. Well, all right, yes. His difference was nine, yeah. and uh, there it is. That's how badly he lost. Please tell me what actually happened. Okay. Well, what's happening? We have, we have a, a swordsman on either side of our table also over us. Is yeah. that what I heard? According At the moment. To Captain Carlison, yes. Yes. Yeah, this looks very dangerous. I, I like your description, but I, I'm going to grab the wine bottle and the mangosh and see if I can get Ajax here out out of harm's way behind the bar. Okay. You he's, know, I don't want to hurt the guy. He's very uh, he's very pleasant and cooperative because he's I got to I got to I got to say it. He's still really proud that he smashed the egg. 
<laughs> Absolutely. He's like, um, you said it. I said, hey, you want, you want to hear something very funny, Ajax? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what pard means? Mm. It's a cat. Pard is a cat. Mm. It is. I knew that. Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, here, here's a nice safe place you can have a nap. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> and then, you, you, you do the drunk thing disturbingly well. Uh, <laughs> Pardon. Pardon. Left out. I love you, man. Yeah, really. I really love this. Oh, has the bartender disappeared along with all the patrons? Oh yes. Okay. Um, I'll I'll lay Ajax gently behind the bar and see if I can find some good stuff back here. <laughs> okay. We are uh, back to uh, Ravenna. There's no one left to throw things at. They've all scampered or fallen over. I don't dare throw anything at the captain. That would not be... <laughs> he might not appreciate that, no. He would not appreciate that. He's, um... <laughs> funny. So, is, uh, is, is, the, is the pompous Captain Calamuth still standing? Oh, he yes. is, Oh yes. Yes. So 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 now that I've crawled out of the wreckage of my glider, swearing and cursing, mm-hmm. can I please throw my mug at Captain <laughs> Calibus' head, please? I I I had to say yes. He Thank so deserves you. it. <laughs> he really <laughs> does. Just for being a fop, if nothing else. So <laughs> so. So do I need to use a style die to ensure that I actually crack him one on the bean with my empty mug? Um, considering he's not paying attention to you uh, and dude isn't expecting anything to have to duck, I would say this would be a simple two-die roll. I'm gonna, just going to call this a challenge. A two-die uh, two six, challenge okay. nine. Nine. And if you don't make nine, you can use a style die to roll again, one of the die. Okay. Five. So I get to roll again. You do get uh-huh. to, yes. Oh yeah, one of the die, and let me take this. Five. So now I've got eight. Don't I have anything? Left? Okay. Do you have anything that you can use as a forte that can ensure that? Yes. 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 Um. Um. Using a non-weapon, I get one for that. All right. right. That's right. <laughs> that and um, and while unarmed is another one. Are you unarmed? Oh no, not really. Um, <laughs> um, um my mercenary again, or no? Because I already used that, and I can't use that again. Actually, yeah, you can. Verity's mercenary. Oh well, then mercenary, and then I've then I've got it. Yeah, so that's 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 eleven. That's nine, eleven. Yes. Okay, please describe what happens. <laughs> <laughs> so, I stagger up, I see what's happening with, with both captains, and I identify, because of my snappy intelligence, my captain, and I see <laughs> my empty mug that I'm still clutching in my, my fear-stricken hands at Captain um, Calameth, and it bounces right off his head and it's a beautiful funky sound <laughs> and <laughs> apt 
absolutely funky sound. <laughs> and and he has a look of complete uh, distressed surprise. <laughs> and and then he collapses on the oh, ground. I don't think he collapses on the ground, but he does say, Ow! He doesn't collapse? <laughs> all right, well, he does yell, Ow! All right, that's almost good enough. Well, his collapse is imminent, but it's pretty much going to be at the hands of Captain Carlos, and I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> but let, let's put it this way. Well, yeah, let's put it this way. You, 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 you didn't, uh, you, you didn't help the Calameth camp in any way. <laughs> Bang! You know what's funniest about that whole thing? What? You were spiraling out of control in a glider, like that was getting ready to crash, and and having to um, pull levers and and throttles and cords and. <laughs> flaps and still throughout the whole descent you're holding on to this mug mug and a bottle <laughs> i'm a woman mug. of many talents and a monkey squid and, well, and yeah. my monkey squid's hanging out yeah. yeah the monkey squid could probably hold on by the well the bottle you dropped on the rock Little mittens is the one who saved our bacon so ah. <laughs> yeah yeah mittens is the one that, that kept us from completely disintegrating so very smart monkey squid I think we're at the so, tail end of the we're at the, the we're at the tail end of the smackdown between Calameth and and uh, Captain Carlison, and uh, this yeah, is, Captain needs to finish off Calameth so I can I can finish my my last action. I think he certainly shall. Let's uh, <laughs> here we are. We're up with Captain Zafiri. Here we go. All right, all out attack. Dig it. Three attack. Zudar Calameth. Calameth two. Calameth two attack, one defense, and yeah, that's it. And I'm spending one stall die to have a conveniently placed chandelier over where Calameth is standing. <laughs> <laughs> you get. Uh, where are we, Carlison? Carlison. Okay, one style die. Let's back up over that one. Okay, you've got two style die left. Uh, after having spent that one, one of them standard wooden rings on chains that's got a bunch of candles, uh, Perfect. that aren't, yeah. Slick. And you do what? What's your attack? I'm pulling my pistol out and shooting the ring, causing <laughs> the, the chandelier to fall down upon Captain Calumet. Ow! <laughs> Owie! I'm glad we vacated that table. Really? <laughs> Very foresighted of you. <laughs> that was uh, okay. Excellent. Let's let's roll my defense here, and oh, this is not going to be pretty. <laughs> <laughs> the, the die roll. I add up all three dice, right? Uh, for a fallout <laughs> attack, three dice. Yes. Seventeen. <laughs> oh, holy crap! Oh, okay. okay. Uh, his, he, he rolled a four on defense. His one defense die was a four. Okay, uh, and I have firearms plus two, so that's 19. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. These guys weren't pushovers either. That's probably why it went into this game, but holy crap. I mean, this guy started out with a plus four fencing. 
All right, so, yeah, 19, huh? Yeah, well, I rolled a 4, and I'm adding plus 2 for my swashbuckling 4. Be afraid. That brings it up to 6, for crying out loud, on my... my do- this guy's toast. This guy's if, toast. I, if I add in pirate, that's 21. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, this is pretty wicked. <laughs> oh, narrate away. Go ahead. Oh, damn, coughing fit. Yeah, this is a, it's, yeah, a, a nice, a nice vivid description of just how badly this poor slob is done. Well, let's go ahead and 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 do the other way here too, really quick, because he still gets the one attack. How many dice do you use? Dice. He gets two attack dice. Yes. He may well get some points on me here, so let's see how he does. Okay, here we go. And uh, he rolls a five and a one. A six on his attack die. And... Alright, let's be fair. Let's, let's... I said he wasn't a pushover. Let's treat him like he isn't a pushover. I'm going to spend a style die. Um... Well, you know what? No, I'm not. I'm not going to spend a style die because I could have been doing that all along with everybody and I never assigned them any style die. And I'm not going to suddenly change up midstream and say, oh, well, they all had two or any crap like that because they didn't. What can he do here? Let's see. Techniques, techniques. Pinch of snuff. He already used that. And he he wasted it by just using it in straight conversation. He has not taken snuff. He looks like hell. <laughs> All right, his attack is six. All right. So, what kind of uh, uh, attack is this? This looks like, of, of like final lunge at me or something here. I need to. It's it's going to be a simple. Uh, <laughs> He's got nothing he can do except toss his rapier at you. That's all he can do. I mean, the thing is coming down around him, and it's going to hit him. It's like, you bat! <laughs> and, see, uh, since, I'm, since I'm actually using the, uh, the the gun at the moment, I don't suppose I could theoretically use firearms by having the, gu- the gun coincidentally knock the incoming rapier astray while I'm raising it, could I? Here's a special circumstance that's very cinematic, and I'll accept input on whether you think we should do this or not. As in, you know, the rules are just a guideline. You know what I'd really love to see you roll for? Hmm. Whether you could catch the tip of the rapier inside the barrel of the gun. Oh. And I would end up launching the, like, rapier at the chandelier? Well, oh, no, you've already fired. Really you've already fired the gun. Oh, okay. Is it? it would like when when I bring it back back down. Oh, cool. Okay, cool. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's like if I'm, if it's while I'm bringing the gun back down, that, that works too. Okay. And I'll even and I'll even styled. I'd be able to like do that. All right. Let's uh. Let's, let's uh. What, what the hell would two. the challenge rating for that be? Or are we bothering with that? Well, I was just going to throw my, like, firearms number in, in there for that, in that case. So okay. that's a, a, a two so far. Oh, slick. Yeah, absolutely. 
If we make a pirate, that's four. Need to come up with two from somewhere. Because it has a, a, a six, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, let's see. If you don't have it, I'd donate a style just because it would be such a great visual image. Well, that's not going to help me too much, unfortunately, because I used all of my dice on the attack. So I will take one wound on my firearms to represent the kind of sprain with the impact of the, like, of the rapier. It might have twisted my wrist of somewhat the, like, the wrong way from that incoming hit. Okay. So that's one to firearms, and... Uh... And that'll be the uh, story hook one too. I don't know how you're going to work that one out, but have fun. <laughs> and I'll hit freedom for the other. So I take two wounds from that. Okay. Hey, that now that uh, that is very slick. <laughs> That's just too slick. And uh, all right. It's uh, it's description time of Calameth's uh, ignoble fall. Okay, he 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 sees me reaching into my 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 coat. He knows that that this table is is in between him and, and me. So in desperation, he does the the rapier throw. Meanwhile, I've, I've gotten the gun out, shot the gotten that excellent shot on that ring, knocked the ring out of the 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 ceiling, and as my gun hand is, is coming down, tracking the uh, falling chandelier. The I get it down just in it, in time for the rapier to hit in into the barrel. It makes me twist my hand somewhat in in doing so, and so he kind of drops the uh, the gun with the owl and that. But meanwhile, this chandelier has fallen down. A, around this guy he's all in entangled in it probably got 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 knocked out from the from some some substantial part of it hitting him in, in the, the the head and there's candle wax ruining his nice <laughs> uniform <laughs> so his pristine white beautiful gorgeous uh uniform um, cheap melted tallow <laughs> Which had Ew. beer stains on it. Which had beer stains on it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it's stained now with booze and candle wax. Excellent. And he's had his ass. Ooh, and blood kick. from the head wound from getting hit in the head with a mud mug. Blood mm. from mm. the head wound. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. And we are out of combat rounds and. Thank you. That uh, that went smoother than I expected it to, and I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that uh, everybody was paying attention and knew what they were doing. <laughs> so, so good. Here's what we've got. We've got a uh, you've got a dishonored uh, dishonored Corona musketeer. Um, drunk off his butt uh, behind the bar, still laughing at the connection between Pard and Cat. And wondering where this weird, eggy, sticky stuff on his hands came from. Um, you've got Calameth filthy and laid out underneath the chandelier. And uh, somewhere off uh, off in uh, 
uh, a little ways up the hill is a ruck picking glass out of its feathers and squinting because of uh, because of citric acid in its eyes and an unconscious ruck rider next to him. Uh, Karuk, uh, wh- uh, where are you actually now? Have you flown back to the tavern, or are you standing over your victim, or what, what are you doing? No, I didn't give him the time of day after I saw he was falling. Huh. We flew back, and uh, we're somewhere in the tavern having a drink by the, when everyone comes <laughs> It's all done. <laughs> okay, Ra- Ravena, you risked you risked contamination from old blood and and foot <laughs> to get here. Did you have anything that you wanted to? Wanted um, to I say? I need to tell the captain about the scout ships, don't I? I stand back and you say what, that whatever later? it is you wish. But first, I need to stagger up and <laughs> see. See the vanquished <laughs> Calumet lying in his puddle of aborted ick mm-hmm. <laughs> and notice his bloody head <laughs> uh-huh. and say, Captain, permission to... Ver- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Permission... Permission granted. <laughs> Alright, let's see, where is it? Here we go. Okay, you're from two style die up to three. <laughs> That's it, style die to Ravenna. Uh, for that, um, yes, blind geek for your chemical attack, take an additional style die. Style die. That was Thank that you. turned out better than I thought it would. Captain Carter. <laughs> Captain Deadly Carlson. Fruit. Really, Captain Carlson, go from two style die back up to three. Uh, oh, you have little faith. Huh? What? Oh, when you were like, I thought. Pard for character consistency in that you are a philosophical monk and did not choose to injure the Corona uh, musketeer. You go from two style die back up to three. And where are we? We are at, oh, wow. (laughs) We are at a fantastic point in the story for things to come to a head. Mm. All right. There's uh, quite a bit of commotion outside. (laughs) (laughs) I just love it. I'm sorry, it just played back in my head the past few seconds. She just puked. <laughs> I love that. That's excellent. He wasn't dirty enough, was he? <laughs> really? Helping. Really. Um, yeah, the, the, doorway, uh, the doorway darkens again. <laughs> the doorway darkens again, darken. and... In it, you see the of the of the, of the tavern. In it, you see standing a uh, Zoltanate officer of considerably higher rank, considerably higher rank than Captain Kalamoth. He is not a fop. He is uh, not. You can look, take one look into his eyes uh, and his face, and know that he's not a fool. And you hear quite a bit of uh, movement. Outside the tavern. Um, 
he just looks he looks at Calameth, uh looks around for for the uh musketeer doesn't actually see him until he finally lays eye, lays eyes on two feet sticking out from behind the bar <laughs> the boots he probably recognizes he just looks down at Calameth and mutters to himself yes well I see at least you're consistent in carrying out orders. And he looks uh, he looks at Captain Carlson, he looks at Karuk, he looks at Pard, he looks at Ravenna, and he just shakes his head solemnly and steps slowly back outside. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> you hear more movement outside. Um, some orderly steps uh, from off to the right, as, as uh, off in the direction of the right. Uh, you can see through the smashed front of the tavern, through the wreckage of the glider, that there is a very large contingent of falcons. Something like 10 or 12 of them. Just falcons from Crail, of all places. There are about uh, there's a small squad of uh, a small squad of musketeers and um, perhaps five or six uh, perhaps five or six uh, sandmen that you can see Zultanate sandmen. There may be more, but if there are, you wouldn't be able to see them because hmm. they're uh, pretty slick at hiding. And the gentleman that walked in earlier has sat down on the opposite side of the street and is simply waiting under an awning. Back door? <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. But I am a bit curious about what's bringing... Tunnels in the cellar? Your delivery chute? Well, if the captain thinks we can walk out there without being shot by a squad of musketeers, I'm with him. Well, if the musketeers and the sandmen aren't aren't, aren't shooting at, at, at each other, that's a curious thing indeed. Mm. I have to know, as I put my my rapier away, get the get Calamus uh, rapier out of my pistol, and I'm stashing that as I walk out the front door towards this other guy. Okay. okay. I'll grab a couple of bottles of um, fine uh, rum, put them in my bag. <laughs> uh, take a bottle of really excellent cognac and put it in the crook of Ajax's arm <laughs> and follow the captain. So, sir, what in the sky of fire is going on here? You, you are, you are Captain Carlson, I must presume. Yes. What? The uh, wild. The wild. Yes, of course. Um, <laughs> yes, you fit the description under circulation throughout the colony. Just out of curiosity, what, what was it that Calameth? said to you, told you, did, did he mention anything about what it was he wanted of you? Because he was under very strict orders. I don't think he got quite to that point, actually. Ah, uh, yes. Well, I can only assume he handed, handled it in his usual 
um, suave, smooth, <laughs> ultimately capable manner. He just... That's snips. one... That's one way of saying it, yes. Hmm. Well, Captain, um... Uh, we, we are, we are in a very unique situation in the history of the Dome. Otherwise, clearly. clearly, indeed, you, you, uh, otherwise you, you would not see quite this level of cooperation among nations and islands. And quite frankly, all Calameth was supposed to do was invite you to the frigate. It, you see him start to ball his fists and grip tightly at um, at his sword hilt and turn slightly red as he stares at the road. As he says, no. that's all no. he had to do was invite <laughs> you to the frigate. No, no, calm, calm, calm. We do remember that Alamath is an idiot. Sure. <laughs> Well, you are a perceptive man, Captain. You are indeed a perceptive man. I can only imagine that he tried to arrest you or some foolish nonsense like that. At any rate, much can be revealed and perhaps much can be found out through um, a briefing that we had planned to hold. It was hoped that uh, we could get it underway a lot sooner than this, but it seemed that... uh, uh, a buffoon in command of only two other people couldn't carry out a simple order. At any rate, he stands up, he places his hand on his sword and his other hand to his hat and says simply with a slight bow, I invite you and your crew to the Shield of Vows to participate in a briefing on the situation thus far. Full hospitality and effect, I presume? whatever hospitality the Shield of Vows has to offer, um, food, drink, cleanup, whichever you'd like to do. We plan to start it in about an hour. That ought to give Calameth time enough to uh, change his clothing and report to his new assignment wherever I, wherever I send him. Uh, you wouldn't care to clue us in on what happened to the Shaku, would you? That's a good question, uh, Karuk? I would tell you, but the story is rather juicy, and <laughs> we clearly don't have time for it. Juicy. Well, splendid. Yeah. Uh, you said you are, you are 100% correct. We don't actually have quite a bit of time. So uh, let us just proceed. He stops and he looks at Pard. And he just looks more at Pard. <laughs> I'll look back. I'll smile. <laughs> what astonishes him the most is the fact that you are completely clean and untouched. <laughs> you don't even have you don't even have lint on you. It's like <laughs> you came out of this so squeaky clean and uh, undamaged that whatever. Anyway, uh, yes, and and he um, he tips his hat to Ravenna. And bows, <laughs> and uh, hands. Uh, he hands a. Um, he just hands a baton with a seal on it to Captain Carlison, so that there is uh, there'll be no confusion as to your group being able to get on 
on board the ship. And he and all the contingent, contingents that are under his command march briskly uh, down the street and through the harbor toward the Shield of Vows. Remember, Captain, one hour. We'll begin in an hour. One hour. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And as he's walking off and... I say low enough that's hopefully out of, of his earshot. Just enough time to make sure that our boat is ready. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say in a voice that I don't care if he overhears. That man looks like someone who could use a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> you see him briefly that would fall be most open officers. <laughs> <laughs> you see him briefly fall out of step for a half a second. But he doesn't turn around. His back just stiffens a little bit, and he continues on with his troops. Okay. Oh, and a piece of wreckage falls from the glider and... Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> hits the street. And just rolls around for a bit. Yeah. I was trying to figure out what mittens could have possibly pickpocketed off of him while he was talking. Oh, that's excellent. <laughs> but I couldn't quite decide what could lift it. <laughs> oh, that is so excellent. Oh, just go for his monogrammed handkerchief. Something like that, yeah. You got that, let's see, div- call that difficulty 11. Let's have a two-die roll for that. I'd love it. Two di- 2D6 plus two. Pocket watch, handkerchief, something. Okay. Um, two-die roll, you say? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, ah, sorry. Keep dropping them. Um, 12. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say the challenge Solid was? 11. 11. diamond inlay. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> what a splendid souvenir for your first visit to Gagenshine. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be funny when he goes to see what time the, the briefing is supposed to take place and he can't find it. <laughs> Remember, one hour. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll know when it is. Oh, that's just too excellent. All right. Okay. Yeah. Let this. It's uh. We're, we're. This is an excellent. St- unless you want to go. Uh, shall we take it as read that you have uh, made sure that your boat is secure and ready to leave if you need it to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then uh, this is a good stopping point, I think. Hmm. We're, yeah. Uh, probably. Yeah, we're at 10 o'clock, and what follows is so much exposition that even if, uh, I mean, I wrote it, and I wouldn't listen to it at this point. Because <laughs> it's like pretty much, all right, everything they know that's going on combined with everything you know that's going on is going to pretty much, pretty much that'll be how the next session starts. Mm. And then uh, uh, beyond that, it's going to be... All right, time to kick some ass. But um, nearly everything will be revealed because if I wait for if I wait for a normal story campaign type situation for it to happen, holy crap! I'm just going to be at this from now until. So, yeah. Yeah. So okay, cool. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Now, what time was last last year that we actually started this whole thing? I was about to say, isn't it like a year now? Aren't we a year it's old? Yeah. Close. It's, it's something like that. It's very it's close. Gotta be. Yeah. If not this week, then yeah, it was in October. I'm pretty sure. 
Wow. It definitely was October, absolutely, yeah. So That's amazing. It doesn't seem like I've been doing this for a year. <laughs> really? I know. Happy birthday to us. You all need hey. to get a bottle of champagne and break them over your heads next week or something. <laughs> or open, something like that. <laughs> well done, you. <laughs> uh, and if I didn't, if I didn't say it earlier... If, it, if, if if I didn't say it earlier, uh, welcome back, Nikki. Thank you. Um, oh, missed you, thank missed you, you last game. I hope you had yeah, enough. Yeah, to do. I I was so you don't know how bent I was. <laughs> I oh, waited until the last minute email you because I was so pissed. <laughs> Just reading between the lines on that email, I'm like, oh, she is not happy with these people I at all. I was not happy. <laughs> and I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to do that again. I don't care if the bloody furniture's done or not. I'm not doing it again. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm so glad that you guys were you were going this week, too. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Cheered me right up. So. <laughs> yeah. That was a good, uh, excellent to have you back. I hope you had enough to do in this session, having been, you know, added back in. Yeah, I had a great time. You were certainly picturesque. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Extremely silly. I yeah. love my monkey squid. <laughs> and your final combat move just made it all worth it, really. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. That's excellent. All right. Should I go October. ahead and upgrade my Skypey thing? To try and match what you guys are at. You know, I'm I ain't helpful? saying nothing. I'm I'm no, disappointed. I would, I would say yeah, if we could all be running the same version, that would probably help a lot. At least from the first part of this. Once we got everything ironed out, it was fine. But for a while, it was not the gutter scribes. It was gutter scribes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Which, you know, is kind of amusing in its own right, really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could come up uh, would come out with a hit single if you sample just little bits and pieces of it and put a bait behind it, you know. Mm-hmm. But, wow. And play it backwards for the satanic verses. Yeah, yeah. excellent. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's going to do the backwards thing. Here we go. <laughs> well, as soon as we hang up, I will go ahead and upgrade, but do not forget. Have a brilliant couple of weeks, everyone. Yeah. Likewise. Thank yeah. you. All right. And happy so, Joel's Halloween. Oh, that'll be next week. You can say happy Halloween. That's right. Uh, thank you very much, Adam. Thank you. Thank you Grazie. all. Okay, night. everybody stay safe, stay warm, and get some sleep. All right. <laughs> See you in two weeks. Good night, folks. All right. Bye, y'all. And there it was. There were fisticuffs. There were blows exchanged. Actually, were there really? Did anybody get punched in the face? I don't think so. No. Other types of other types of combat. But anyway, yes, R- Ravenna back, party reunited, a tango in the tavern, and some interesting prospects for what's coming up in play session eight. That may be. That may be in a couple of weeks. That may be uh, two weeks from today. Or not. I hope that it is. Uh, In the meantime, thanks again. And see you then.